312-981-7200 is our phone number. This guy is an expert on grilling and on meat. If you have a question about grilling, he can answer anything and everything. Let's bring up the Traeger Grill Master, Chad Ward. Tell everybody where you're at. Hey, Pete. We're out here uh, about an hour south of uh, Seattle. <laughs> and Northwest, and uh, we've got considerably cooler weather than the uh, weather update I heard during the break. Uh, it's hot and steamy up there for you guys. Oh my gosh, it's sunny and ninety, but a lot of people are going to be grilling this weekend. So you're an hour from Seattle. What are you going to be making in the Pacific Northwest? So this morning we were fortunate enough to be able to go down and harvest some clams. We got some clams and oysters. Um, then obviously we're going to stick with the, the barbecue meats too. We've got a brisket going on tonight, uh, nice low and slow. Um, we're doing some ribs, a uh, ton of side dishes, um, so it's, it's going to be a feast. Uh, you know, one thing I love about Fourth of July, you know, if you're having folks over, friends and family, um, you know, it's kind of one of those grazing holidays, right? You know, you'll have people <laughs> yep. stop by at noon, 1 o'clock, and some people drop in at 4, and then you've got the, the rowdy crowd, usually the night shift that likes to come by. Uh, so just having some food that's, that's kind of readily available holds well. Uh, those kind of things uh, works out pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty well. Man, if you're a grill master, you you said brisket, ribs, clams, and oysters. Tell me about making clams and oysters on the grill. How do you do that? So uh, honestly, I uh, so one, one thing you know, a lot of people think when it comes to clams and those things, you got to roast them. But um, what we found on the Traeger, and I, I got to give my friend Julie here next to me credit because she uh, she cooks these all the time because she literally has the clams in her backyard. Um, take the trigger up to 500 degrees and then just lay them out singularly on a sheet pan Okay, and then throw them on there until they start to pop, kind of the same with oysters. And the cool thing about it when you do that is you're able to kind of get that nectar that comes off that fresh seafood captured in the sheet pan, Yeah, and then you can take and strain that and use it for stocks and things in the future. So do you do you lay like um some water down on the sheet pan, or is it you just lay the clams and oysters? No. Really? Straight, straight, straight on the seat pan, so kind of, kind of a dry heat. Wow. I mean, I learn so yeah. much every time you're on. 312-981-7200 is our phone number. How about the brisket? When did you put that thing on? And what's the temperature? That's going to go on tonight. Um, we're going to we're cooking on a, a timberline, so the, the timberline has a super smoke feature that puts about three times more smoke in the chamber. Okay. Uh, between the temperatures of 165 and, and 225. Um, so we'll put that on tonight on super smoke about 185. And, you know, probably about 10, 11 o'clock and let it roll through until about 7 in the morning. Uh, it should be about 165, 170 degrees. And then I'll wrap that in some double foil and I'll put it back on at 275. And it should be done around 930 in, or 10 in the morning. And then we'll uh, pull it out, let it rest a little bit, and then put it in a, a dry cooler so it can, uh, you know, stay nice and food safe, you know, for hours to come. And, and one thing about that, like on the brisket is, Let's say the first people come over at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll slice enough brisket to serve that crowd, but then wrap it back up and put it back in that dry cooler. Um, so that way, brisket's one of those things, if you slice it all at one time, I like to say it kind of dies on the cutting board. Um, so slice off what you need for your guests, <laughs> wrap it back up whole, store it safely, and then as people come over and, and start making a plate, you know, feel free to pull it back out and, and, and let them uh, enjoy the deliciousness. Is that a mistake people make when they take the brisket off? They cut the whole thing right away? They should cut as yeah, well, they need it? Absolutely. You, you should not be putting a knife to that brisket until wow. it's rested at least, at least 45 minutes to an hour. Because if you think about a peak, that's a, that's a long cook. I mean, that brisket's been taking on heat at varying levels for close to 12 hours. You know what I mean? Yep. So 
when that happens, all those water molecules in that meat are really, really active. So if you go and you slice it right off the grill, they, 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 that's all purge. So that's all, if you would have let it rest 45 minutes to an hour, that's all the moisture that would have settled back within the brisket and not just washed out. Um, so that that's why you want to let, let that rest 45 minutes to an hour on those big cuts like pork butts and briskets. Right. So we're talking with Traeger Grill Master Chad Ward. If you have a question, 312-981-7200. Someone's asking about um, the meat temperature. Do you pull the meat out and let it sit on the counter for a certain amount of time before you put it in the smoker or on the grill? Um, I like to, and, and usually it all depends on the cut, but like on brisket, I'll pull it out uh, maybe about an hour and a half before. Uh, and it'll take me probably 15, 20 minutes to get it trimmed up well. Okay. And then I'll season it. I'll season it and uh, and let it sit about 30 to 45 minutes um, at room temp on the counter. And what that does is, is I don't use any binders like mustard or olive oil um, on the meat. But what that does when you when you put the seasoning directly on the meat and let it sit at room temp, uh, the you have a reaction between the meat and the seasoning. It kind of creates this slurry on top and becomes one. And that's when you know it's time to go ahead and throw it in. So 90 minutes ahead of time with the piece of meat. No, but, but, but 90 minutes also includes the trimming. So I'm letting that brisket <laughs> okay. sit season for about 60 minutes. Is that true for uh, steaks, too? Steaks, not that long. Okay. Um, I'll clean my steaks up and then season them and let them sit on the countertop for about 10 to 15 minutes, just until that, that rub's kind of created a bond with the meat. Okay, someone's asking about the rub for the brisket and the rub for the ribs. Is it the same thing or different, and what is it? Yeah, so, so two different ones. Um, so I like to layer my flavor sometimes. So for the brisket, um, I've got my own Whiskey Bent Barbecue brand of seasoning, and I'll be putting down uh, the Fix, which is a really fine rub of mine. Um, it, it's just a great kind of all-purpose, and it just amps up all the flavors. So I'll put that down first, let it sit a couple of minutes, and then I'm going to come over the top with a Whiskey Bent The Grind, which is a, a coffee red red meat-based rub. So it's not just great on beef, but we use it a lot on venison, um, elk, a lot of red meat wild game also. So that's that. Um, in the Traeger lineup, I've cooked a ton of briskets with um, the Traeger Prime Rib Rub okay. and the Traeger Coffee Rub as a combo. That's really good. And then on the ribs, I like a little bit of a savory sweet rub. So I've used a lot of Traeger um, uh, pork and poultry rub. It's got a really good color to it, a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of savory. And then um, on the whiskey mint side, I use a combo of our rub called The Bird. And even though it's for poultry, it's really good on pork. Yep. And then a little bit of uh, the old-fashioned over the top, because the old-fashioned's got uh, some cinnamon, some nutmeg, a little bit of sweetness that complements all the savory in the bird. So the so uh, some options. So uh, Chad, the um, the rub on the ribs. Do you put sauce on the ribs too, or is that included? I missed that. Your phone cut out. Yep. So on the sauce, I, I put my sauce on when it comes to ribs at the very very end. Okay. So I'll usually I'll usually cook my ribs at two twenty five for about three hours. Um, looking for between the two thickest bones, I'm looking for a temperature around. 165, 170. Okay. Um, and then I'll wrap I'll wrap them in foil with a little bit of butter and a little bit of white grape juice. The white grape juice gives you your steaming liquid. Um, the butter is, is your cooking and fat, kind of like the French do with confit. It helps keep that meat moist. Um, and they're going to be in that double foil for maybe 30, 45 minutes at 275. And then I pull my ribs when they're about 203 to 204 degrees. So you take those ribs out of the foil and the, and the, and the liquid mixture. And then put them on the grill for about five minutes at 275. That'll dry that surface out, and then you can put your sauce on. And literally, 
you only want the sauce on for about 10 to 15 minutes. That's it. Um, when you can see that sauce kind of melt into that meat, okay. you're done. Because if you leave it on much longer than that, it's going to caramelize and give you some, some off flavors. I'm telling you, this guy knows everything. Did you go to school for this? Remind me how you know everything about this. I, 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 I got my degree from Florida Southern College in finance. I'm a, I'm a, when it comes to barbecue, I'm 100% self-taught. Like I've said, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I've made a lot of barbecue mistakes, but I've learned from every one of them. <laughs> and that, that's, uh, we've all done that. And by the way, growing up, my father used to burn everything on the grill. The greatest thing that you could ever invest in is a $9 meat thermometer. Why don't people yes. go out and buy that meat thermometer or order it on Amazon? I always tell people, I completely agree with you, Pete. Like, I always tell people, like, love to invest in a trigger, a great cooking device for sure, and the next thing you should get is an instant read thermometer. And, um, and, and I'll, I'll tell you a company that, that I've, I've used my whole career, and they don't pay me to say this, but uh, Thermalworks. So they've got some high-end high-end digital thermometers up around 100 bucks. Yep. But they also have one that's under $30 called the Thermopop. It reads within three seconds. Nice digital, you know, output. Um, it it just makes you a better cook. When you quit cooking based off a of look and time mm-hmm. and start cooking to a product's internal temperature, overnight you become a better cook. Yeah, 100%. And they have the thermometers that have apps attached to them, and you can just stare down sure. at your phone. You don't even have to walk out to your grill. No, no. I mean, <laughs> like, like what I like to do on mine, like this brisket that we're going to cook overnight, is I'll take and I'll uh, trigger. has got a leave-in thermometer that plugs into the controller. So I'll leave that 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 uh, thermometer in the meat, and then literally from the comfort of the bed, I can have it connected to the app, and I can see and actually set an alarm. Hey, wake me up when this brisket gets to one sixty five, and then I can go out there and boil and do my thing. Oh my gosh, is that great? It actually sets the alarm too. I need that one. Yes, sir. Man, yeah, and you can set an alarm based off into, you set it based off internal temperature or based off of uh, time. When was the last time you burned meat on the grill? Man, I don't want to come off as I, it's been a while. Um, but, but I think a lot of that now, now. The beginning of my career, there was plenty of times about every other weekend. Um, but but it, you know, it's one of those things that you get more reps. Um, you know, you, you just get a little more refined at it. Right. It's just over and over. And you made mistakes early on, no, just no, like no, all of us. You, you know what, Pete? I got to be honest with you. The other day, um, I was filming some YouTube videos and. It was hot as could be outside. I mean, it was like it feels like like 111 back home in Florida. And I let my wings cook about 15, 20 minutes too long, and they they, they were they were they were some crispy critters. So you have done it recently. I'm sorry, I got to come clean with you. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's uh, that's my teaser right now. I was going to ask you about that. That's on my list. And someone called in about fish. Uh, I'm going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and I'll ask you these questions. Traeger Grillmaster Chad Ward on the phone with us. Where can they follow you on, uh, you said you had some YouTube videos. What's your YouTube channel and social media? So the YouTube, we're about two weeks from releasing. It'll be Whiskey Bent BBQ, and then uh, they can follow me the same way there uh, on social media. Uh, Instagram, I'm pretty active on, and it's uh, Whiskey with an E. 
Whiskey Bent BBQ. Whiskey Bent BBQ. Got it. Chad Ward, 312-981-7200. When we come back, I'm going to ask you about chicken breasts, chicken wings, and fish on the grill. It's 720 WGN. We're all going to be grilling this weekend. On the phone with us is Traeger Grill Master Chad Ward, 312-981-7200. Chad, I just got a message uh, on uh, social media. By the way, you can follow me at Pete McMurray. I don't like to check the internal meat temperature because when I do all the juices bleed out is there any way to avoid that someone's asking um so i would say if you're worried about that there's been some pretty significant studies done um if you want to actually a guy local to y'all uh meathead good good one over at amazingribs.com has done some research on that um the amount of the amount of juice that you lose when you're temping a product is is very minimal overall especially compared to being able to get that data point so yep. one thing if you if you do want to minimize that you can go with those leave-in thermometers where you're not where you're not you know poking and prodding all the time um and and then once that gets close to where you think it is then you can take your instant read thermometer and hit a couple other areas of the meat to make sure everything's at that consistent finish temperature one of the things that people overcook is chicken breasts how do you yes. how do you do that how do you cook it on the grill so I cook mine. Um, I cook mine a little bit lower. Um, so around, I cook lightly. Cook, like to cook my chicken breast, especially if it's skin off, around 275 degrees. Um, gets a little more, a little bit of a smoke flavor, but also really takes it to where you're not going to overcook it. Um, and then I'm usually having my leave-in thermometer set for about 163 degrees. And because of that 163 degrees, when you pull it off, it's going to cook over that extra two, three degrees to get you to 165. Um, plus, you have perfectly safe chicken. If you've cooked any chicken uh, to 145 degrees and it's held that temperature for five minutes or more, I think what always happened was people hear 165 or you could get sick with chicken. Um, 165 kills internal kills everything immediately, okay. um, which makes it completely safe. So people thought, well, if 165 is good, 170 could be better. Uh, but that's not the case. And you got to remember, too, that's a, that's a white meat on the chicken. So the amount of uh, marbling and internal fat is really, really low. My buddy used to take the chicken breasts, put them in a Ziploc bag, and put Italian salad dressing and leave it on the counter for about 40 minutes, then throw it on the grill. They were fantastic. Yeah, that, so that, that's a, I would say that's one of the most basic chicken marinades. Okay. But the reason people do it is, is it is delicious. I mean, when I first got into competition barbecue, I, I marinated chicken that way and did really, really well with it. So, yes, you can... Definitely do that to add some flavor to it. There's also some uh, brines out there, whereas, you know, if, if you want to, you can brine the chicken, which is kind of a, an osmosis process to mm-hmm. where you're using a salty solution to, to pull more moisture into the meat. That also helps make a really nice, juicy, uh, juicy breast. Chad, what about chicken wings on the grill? Chicken wings, I like to start them out and get a little bit of smoke on them. Um, so I'll start at about 225, um, and then I'll do that for about 20, 25 minutes. And then I'll turn the grill up to 375, 400 degrees, and then finish them off there. And I like my wings to go a little bit higher. That's a dark meat. It's got a lot of, uh, a lot of ligaments and tendons. So I like to have my finished temperature on wings of about 175. And then if you want to add your sauce, once they've hit 175, throw them in a bowl, put your favorite barbecue sauce, wing sauce on them, toss them, and then you can throw them right back on for three or four minutes just to let that sauce uh, tighten up a little bit. Boy, I love chicken wings. I talked about this oh, the other they're, day. They're the, they're the best. I could eat 40 of them at one sitting. 
Guaranteed. How about salmon on the grill? I guess salmon, I'm going to ask you about burgers and uh, turkey burgers in a second. We're, we're almost out of time, but go ahead. Okay, no problem. So salmon, I, I usually like to cook mine. It, it, once again, you'll notice 275 degrees is a really consistent number for me. Um, if, if you want more of a hot salmon, you obviously raise that up to 350, 375. And I like to pull salmon around 130 to 135 degrees, depending on your what you like done this wise. For me, down there on that tail end, um, as soon as it starts to flake a little bit, okay. that's around medium for me, and that's what I really like. All right. And uh, most people are going to be cooking burgers and turkey burgers and hot dogs this weekend. Any suggestions? Yeah. So I would say on the on the turkey burgers, make sure you're pulling those at a, at a, at a you know, 140, 145 degrees max um, just because they're so lean. Um, and then on hamburgers, one thing I noticed, some people that, like, make their own patties, they, they have differing sizes. Remember, all those are going to cook differently. So if you've t- decided to be ambitious, get the ground beef and make your own burgers, make sure they're all as uniform as possible okay. so they cook at the same time. And cook. Ah. So you don't want them different sizes. I get that. And, of course, hot dogs yeah. Hot dogs are indirect heat. Keep them on indirect it, heat. Absolutely. You know, for hot dogs, I love, you know, a lot of people love beer brats. I love cooking hot dogs the same way. Throw them in some beer. Let them get up the temp, and then literally you're pulling them out of the beer bath to. Uh, and actually, if you don't drink, I've also done it with apple juice for kids before, and it turned out really, really good. Um, and then literally all you're doing is taking them from that indirect uh, beer or apple juice bath and putting them over high heat, just literally to get that that those grill marks and that crisp on them, so you kind of get that Maillard reaction and that snap of the casing that everybody's looking for and a good sausage or a good hot dog. Are you kidding me? Why have not... I never thought about that, uh, boiling hot dogs and beer, but I guess if you're going to give them the kids, you don't want them to get all liquored up by eating the hot dogs. But that goes away if you put it on the grill, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, you're going to dissipate that beer. Um, You're going to dissipate that beer, honestly, as soon as you put it on that hot grill, it's going to sear off. Um, With the turkey burgers, do you mix in, um, I've heard that people mixed in eggs before, egg whites, olive oil to moisten it, to moisten them up? Yeah, yeah. so I know a lot of people that have taken ground turkey breast and then will will add in some eggs. I would say that's probably the best um, because it just gives you a little bit more fat. If you wanted to put a a stream of, of olive oil in there too, it won't hurt you. Just make sure you don't get it so wet that the patty won't hold together when you go to flip it <laughs> i laugh because that's happened to me and i've gotten yelled yep, at yep. by my wife uh do you yeah, sh- next thing you know, next thing you know one, one six out one six ounce burner turned into three two ounce sliders <laughs> do you frown on the turkey burgers i mean we're talking about briskets ribs clams oysters and now turkey burgers do you frown on that as far as turkey burgers, not at all. I mean, different people, you know, have different diets and different lifestyles that they're living. Uh, to me, I look at it as they're still getting out there. They're getting outside with family and friends. They're cooking on the grill. Um, the only ones that I that I don't feel that way about is those uh, plant-based burgers. I, I, I do have a hard time embracing those. Anything they got to raise in a test tube that I can... Uh, to put on the grill, I'm a little bit hesitant of. Well, I don't understand how people cook those on the grill. There's people that do that. Yeah, there is. I, I, I just don't understand it. That makes you mad as a grill master. 
it's a hard one to swallow. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Traeger. Literally and figuratively. Uh, Chad, you are the best. Hanging out in the Pacific Northwest. He's going to be making clams and oysters and brisket and ribs in the next day and a half, man. Wow. I got to go on one of those it trips. Uh, Traeger Grillmaster Chad Ward. What? Uh, how can people follow you on uh, social media again? So uh, easiest way is Instagram, uh, Whiskey Bent BBQ. Um, and yeah, if you guys have any questions, you know, feel free to send me a direct message, and uh, I try to get them answered as soon as possible. You're the best, my friend. Have a great weekend. Pete, thanks so much to all the listeners. Hope you guys have a great fourth. Take care, guys. All right, thanks, man. Wow, he is just the best. He knows everything there is to know about grilling.